Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Good Wednesday evening to all of my friends at First Baptist Church and all of our uh, other fellow friends and believers who join us on Facebook Live these days streaming our Wednesday night Bible studies together. Well, it was a wonderful day on Sunday. It was a great opportunity for all of us to be together. What a special time. Adult Sunday School back in place. We're gradually releasing and opening up various parts of our ministry. Please be patient with us as we do this and pray for those who have been, uh, who have been struck in, uh, ill with this virus and pray for protection and healing and for God to provide an answer for it. I hope that these days you're praying for revival and awakening. I hope that you're seriously praying and that God is speaking to your heart. I pray for you all. And I know you'll pray for me. And I'm grateful to be your pastor. And in these days of strangeness and trouble and, and uh, despair, there's great hope. There is good from the bad. If you haven't had an opportunity, please go out to the website, look at the ebook that I've put out there for you. Uh, that's an expansion of my preaching on the good from the bad, Romans 8.28. I think it'll be a blessing to you. Just go out to the website, click it on. It's free and you can read up on that. I, I hope that it's my gift to you. And I love you in the Lord and I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Well, tonight we look at Psalm 119 again as we continue to think about personal revival. It seems that every day, I have to say things like we've already read in Psalm 119. My soul cleaves to the dust. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Sometimes we're on top of the world rejoicing, praising God. And it seems the next moment we've gone back into despair and aggravation and frustration. Well, tonight we look at Psalm 119 verses 105 through 107. And our focus is verse number 107. Let me read these words to you tonight and you take your Bible and follow along with me tonight as we look at some things together. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and I will confirm it that I will keep your righteous ordinances. I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. And again, verse number 107, our focus. I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Heavenly Father, may the Holy Spirit of God be our teacher now. And may you help us to understand and cry out, revive me. Revive me, revive us again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, the focal truth that I want to look at tonight from these words is this, that God's people need revival. God's people need reviving life, revival from the difficult afflictions that come in the world. God's people need revival from the difficult afflictions that come in the world. So I begin, as I always do, with some questions for you to begin to think about this. Are you experiencing difficult times in your life today? Oh, it's far beyond the 
uh, inconvenience and the pandemic and the dread and the fear and and uh, loss of jobs and other things. It's beyond that. It may be there's deep emotional affliction in your life. Uh, there might be health, physical affliction. There might be relational afflictions that have come in your life because of your relationships with family or friends. Are you are you experiencing hard, difficult times in your life? Well, David says the same thing here. We're going to see it. He says, I am exceedingly afflicted. Uh, perhaps another question might be this. Is your spiritual life been weakened because of the consistent, persistent, heavy troubles that you have to bear? Is your spiritual life just weakening, getting weaker because you're carrying such heavy burdens of trouble and affliction? Uh, what are you doing today to stay spiritually strong and healthy with afflictions that come in your life? Are you wishing, oh, could I just have a season of time in my life where I didn't have any troubles? I didn't have any afflictions. Well, you're not alone in that. We're common, we're commonly all experiencing the same thing. A bag and set of afflictions that have been given to us that have come into our life. You see, as we learn from Romans 8.28, and we know that God causes all things, all that bag of things that come our way, all that set of experiences that come our way, God has caused all things to work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. As one of God's loved ones, He knows the afflictions and trials that you're facing today in your life. Well, tonight I want us to look at uh, three observations that just come from the text. Uh, and they'll help us to understand a little bit more about how to ask God to help us and to revive us when we're in heavy affliction. First, we see His condition in affliction. His condition in affliction. He says, I. He doesn't talk about anyone else. He's focused upon Himself. He says in His prayer, I am exceedingly afflicted. Exceeding affliction. Is He exaggerating? Is He describing something that's really not that bad, but it feels that way to Him? Well, whether or not uh, it is greater or less in trouble, when you feel afflicted, and afflicted and afflicted and it seems like you never have a break, it becomes an exceeding affliction. It seems to exceed your ability to, uh, to overcome it and to, and to deal with it. So there is this, this prayer, his admission of his condition. I am exceedingly afflicted. Afflicted, the word means to be pressed and, 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 and put into a corner and put in a straightened place. Uh, in a situation that's very hard. Well, you see, this is a common experience for all of God's people. God's people experience difficult afflictions in the world. In fact, have you noticed this? Some of the most holy of God's people are living through some of the most extreme afflictions in the world. Some of God's holiest people are living through some of the greatest afflictions in the world. The Lord Jesus Himself 
our Savior. Oh, what afflictions He went through. He carried the afflictions of our sin upon Himself so that we might have life. Paul said it, I'm afflicted on every side. He was describing the gospel being shared by the apostles and the preachers and the Christians of the early church. Affliction on every side. You turn this way, affliction. You turn that way, affliction. You try to go forward, affliction. You feel the pressure and the force of affliction against you like a strong wind in your face. God's people experience this is a fact of, this is a fact of the Word of God. And we must come to admit it. He's not complaining. He's simply speaking of his condition here. His condition is one of extreme affliction. God's people experience heavy afflictions in the world. In fact, it's described many different ways. Isaiah 54, 11, O afflicted one, storm-tossed and not comforted. When you're living in the uh, middle of extreme, exceeding affliction, you feel like you're storm-tossed thrown in every direction, and you cannot find comfort. I am exceedingly afflicted. Paul said, uh, 2 Timothy 3, 12, all who live godly, all, A-L-L, all who live godly shall suffer persecution. It may come from your family. It may come from your job. It may come from just the world itself and its demands put upon us to conform to ungodliness, but those who live godly, those who live godly, who practice godliness, shall suffer persecution. Paul described it himself, talking about indwelling sin. He said in Romans 7, 24, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? David says, as all of God's saints, he expresses on behalf of God's people throughout all the ages, including all of us tonight, I am exceedingly afflicted. So first, we have His condition in affliction. Second, we have His prayer for reviving life. It's two words. It's the words you must learn to say and pray. Revive me. Enliven me. Quicken me. Bring me back from the dead. Bring me out of my deadness. Bring me out of my dullness. Give me fresh life. Give me fresh power from God. Freshness. Revive me. This is our wonderful prayer these days. Revive us again. Revive me again. And here I am coming to the Lord every day in prayer. And what must I say? In my weakness, revive me. Revive me. I am exceedingly afflicted. You're going to pray that more than one time in your life. It's going to be your prayer. It's going to be what you say. Revive me. Well, you see, afflictions press us to pray. Uh, James said, James 5, is anyone afflicted or is anyone sick? Let him pray. You see, the best time for prayer is in the middle of your affliction. The best time. It's the most important time. It's the best time for you to pray. To pray in your affliction. Is anyone afflicted? Let him pray. You see, by prayer we ask God for strength to endure. We approach the throne of grace. Oh, wasn't this what Paul kept saying? 
through the book of Hebrews. Endure, endure, hold fast to your confession. Stay with it. Don't give up in the midst of your afflictions and your troubles. Approach and come close to the throne of grace and find mercy and help in time of need, in time of affliction. Afflictions are great need. So we go to God in prayer. Revive me. We ask God for strength. Revive me with reviving strength to endure. We pray and ask God for wisdom. Give me life and understanding. Give me wisdom to understand as best I can why these things have come in my life. By prayer, we ask God for relief from afflictions. Oh, to relieve us, to give us some, some help and some, some salvation, some, some grace. Uh, by prayer, we ask God for relief from our afflictions. And what does the scripture say to us? Many are the troubles of the righteous, but out of them all, the Lord will deliver them. That's such a good promise, isn't it? Many are the troubles of the righteous. You're going to have many, many afflictions in your life. So am I. Many are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. When it's time, God will make a way. When the work is done, when affliction's work is done, in that particular season of your life, God will make a way for you and help you. So Psalm 107, I am exceedingly afflicted. That's his condition. Then he prays, revive me. And then we see the remedy. The remedy for reviving life. He says, revive me, O Lord, according to your word. We've seen that before, haven't we? Man alive, the reviving power of God from the word of God. The reviving power of God from the word of God. And lo and behold, in verse number five, he focuses and praises the Lord for his word. He says in Psalm 119, 105, your word, your word is a lamp to my feet. It's what I need in this dark world. I got to see where I'm go where I've got to go in the darkness. Your word lights the way for my feet. Your word shows me in my afflictions how to make it, how to walk with God, how to go in the way in the direction that He wants me to go. As I walk on the narrow way in this world of darkness, following God, Your word is a lamp to my feet. God's word, notice, is not only a lamp to my feet, but a light to my path. It's a lamp and it's light. It's light all around me. It, it, it surrounds me. The light of God. And so I can recognize God's Word lights the darkness of the world and all the pressures and troubles that I am experiencing. God's Word reveals the way I go. It's, it's the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. Notice that He says here, I have sworn and I will confirm that I will keep your righteous ordinances. You see, He is committed to obedience. He is committed to the Word of God. He is committed to follow the Lord's Word in the light that He gives Him. You see, afflictions are like darkness closing in around us. What do we need? Revive me according to this light. Revive me so that I can see my way forward. So that I can serve You. God's Word gives a light in the darkness of the world's pressures and troubles. And God's Word gives wisdom 
to protect in afflictions. I, I must read this to you. It's a few verses, but it's important for you to see it. Proverbs 2, 1 through 8. My son, if you will receive my words, notice what he's saying about receiving the word of God. If you'll receive my words, treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, and He preserves the way of His godly ones. You see, that's what happens when I'm committed and obey the Word of God. Revive me according to Your Word. And what will He do? He will preserve Your way and mine in our afflictions. He will preserve our way. He will take care of us in the way. Though we're going through these afflictions on the way to heaven, He will promise, He promises to take care of us and to give us understanding in our ways. And God's promise sustains us in all of our afflictions. I have God's promises with me. I have these wonderful promises that I come to mind with and they challenge me to live for God and to do the things that are pleasing to Him. So what do we see here? In Psalm 119, verse 107. Well, his condition is a condition of affliction. I'm exceedingly afflicted. Is that your, is that your condition tonight? I'm exceedingly afflicted. Is your prayer tonight for reviving life or is your prayer tonight complaint? Is your prayer tonight just a griping to God about why things have to be this way in your life? Or is it I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me. And then finally, this remedy. This remedy. It comes to us from the Word of God. Reviving life comes from the Word of God. Well, I have several things for you I'd like for you to, uh, to consider and remember as we think about this truth of God reviving us in the midst of our greatest troubles and trials. First of all, God's people suffer afflictions in the world Remember, we're not in heaven yet. It is the nature of things. It is God's way. God's people suffer afflictions in this world. We're not in heaven yet. Oh, the great day and glorious day when the Lord comes and takes us back home. Oh, the wonderful day of the second coming of the Lord. If we die before then, we go to be with the Lord. We experience rest. We experience rest from our troubles, rest from our labor, and oh, the joy of being in the presence of God. But right now we're not in heaven and there's affliction for God's people. There's a life of affliction that goes with it, but God uses it to make us His people, to give us zeal and hotness for God and power for God, and He uses it so that we might be witnesses for Him. Affliction, secondly, cleanse God's people and produce holiness uh, Hebrews 12.11 All discipline seems not joyful for the moment, but sorrowful. Yet to those who are trained by it, it afterwards yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Here it is. As affliction trains you, you experience peacefulness in the midst of your trouble. That's what we need. Afflictions cleanse God's people and produce holiness.
Thirdly, affliction causes our faith to increase. Paul was talking about his ministry and all the troubles and afflictions they went through. He said, he said in 2 Corinthians 1.9, we have the sentence of death passed upon us. The sentence of death has been passed upon us. But it's been passed upon us so that we will not trust in ourselves. That's one of the lessons of affliction. Affliction reminds us that we need faith. We cannot rely upon ourselves. We must trust God. Another thing to remember is this. Prayer for personal revival is essential in a world of affliction. Oh, how we must learn to pray, revive us again. Another thought, reliance on God's promises brings life. Reliance on the promises of God brings life. As David said here, I have sworn and I, I will confirm it. I will keep your righteous ordinances. I'm going to maintain obedience to God's Word in the midst of my afflictions and my troubles. Leviticus 18.5 says, If you keep my laws and statutes, you will live. You will live. And one other thought, God's Word blesses the obedient. God's Word blesses the obedient. As you obey, God blesses you. That's what the Lord said. If you know these things and you do them, you're blessed. If you know these things and you do them, you're blessed. So in the midst of your exceeding trials and troubles, remember, obey God. Well, for daily use, just three things for us and we'll be on our way tonight. Number one, don't give up under your heavy afflictions. Some of you are about to despair. You're about to give up. You're about to, you're about to surrender. Don't go back. Don't go back to the world. Don't yield. Don't give up. Don't give up under your afflictions. Don't give up under your afflictions. The second thing I would say to you is this. Remember, God measures out our afflictions. He knows how much, He knows that we are but dust, as the scripture says. Job said, Job 3.23, why is light given to a man whose way is hidden? whom God has hedged in. You see, the Lord gives out. He, he places before us the way to go and He measures out our afflictions. He knows how much we can endure. He knows and He has given them to us by the blessed Holy Spirit so that He might train us in righteousness. Our afflictions train us so that peaceful fruit will come from our life and that we might be God's people in the midst of a world of chaos and trouble and despair. And finally, go to God's Word and allow the Holy Spirit of God to revive you. Go to this book. Go to this book. It's my constant appeal to you. Read the Word of God. Study it. Memorize it. Meditate on it. It will change your life. It will, it will reinvigorate you. It will quicken your mind. You see, when we go to God's Word, we experience revival. And when we do that, as we go to God's Word and He revives us, He'll do it again and again and again. As we come to His Word, we discover reviving life. Heavenly Father, thank You for my friends tonight. I wish I could see them all in their faces. But I pray for them wherever they are tonight, whatever exceeding afflictions they are facing and going through. Lord, we pray tonight, I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me according 
to Your Word. May that be true for all of us tonight. Oh, enliven us again so that we might live for Jesus another day and serve Him. For the days that You have given us, we love You, we praise You. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, thank you for being with me tonight. If you have a prayer request or you have a need, please call or email us in these days of of, uh, separation where we cannot always be together. And we want to uh, contact you and, and do anything we can to help you. Continue to pay attention, if you will, please, to the announcements that we're sending you week by week about the changes in our schedule as we come back together. And my prayer is that the Lord would greatly bless you and revive you tonight. And may the Lord bless you. I'll see you Sunday.